Inside Your Lane. My name is Luke Borkosika. Today I am speaking on a subject on Super Bowl Sunday that is probably not remarkably mm, um, popular, I guess, but um, that's not what I'm here for uh, on earth, nor is it uh, in this industry. But um, yeah, I, I, look, here's what I'll address first. Um, when I was on Twitter uh, the first time uh, years ago, uh, which which had to be about, I think, 2011, um, I remember coming across Tony Dungy's account um, that year or the following year. I'm pretty sure it was 2011. And I remember seeing that his, you know, under his handle, his little, um, you know, kind of bio basically was, uh, was Mark. um, uh, I've actually, I guess I forget the reference, but, but it was, it was, uh, what is a man profit if he gains the whole world, but loses everything. And as I look back, I really appreciate that, you know, and I, I do the here's a guy thing a lot from John Madden. Um, but here's a guy who, is, you know, ha- has been very successful in his life and is sharing a scripture that you feel like he walks out on a daily basis, uh, including losing his own son. Um, you know, he's won a Super Bowl. He, he you know, in, the, in those ways, he's experienced um, some pretty serious highs and some pretty serious lows. Um you know, that, that's about as low as it gets, um, you know, losing your son, um, you know, and then of course, um, you know, and I'm not downgrading what that is. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, uh, firsthand anything about that. Um, but, you know, right, that's about as low as you could get. And then of course, um, uh, going ahead and uh, winning a Super Bowl would be would be pretty, uh, pretty special, you know, uh, it's obviously a select group of people. Um, there are a lot of people that wouldn't care to win a Super Bowl, but, um, I think, uh, people who appreciate sports, um, would understand that that would be a pretty special thing. And, uh, and I'll go ahead and segue too with, um, when Brett Favre won the Super Bowl, uh, it would have been uh, 97. It was the 96 season. Uh, Super Bowl, of course, was uh, 97. I actually know the day very well. It's January 26. I was with my grandpa and my dad. I was six years old, six and a half. Um, and uh, I just felt so happy. You know, I, my dad was happy. My grandpa was happy. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. Um, and but here's, you know, Brett, you know, he's in his uh, MVP run, just got a second MVP, was about to get his third. Um, would end up losing, of course, the next year to the Broncos, uh, where John Elway got his first ring. Um, but, you know, Brett had said, you know, he, he had that kind of, this is it, like, you know, this is it, like you win the Super Bowl, and this is kind of all that you feel just kind of, well, you know, this kind of let's go get another one or, you know, whatever. And, um, I don't know, maybe, you know, it's like, uh, it's just, it, it's like you think of wanting to be a musician growing up and you're like, you know, you, you end up in that position um, and, and let's say you're successful and you're signed and um, you know, you, you get a, get a, you know, nice contract and you make all these royalties and, and now you're just rich and, and now what, you know? Um, and so I think there's a lot of avenues here, but um, look, I, I had thought about, actually 
putting this episode out yesterday, but I, uh, I, I got compelled to uh, produce an episode about uh, movies and sports. Um, I, I imagine that I'll end up doing one about documentaries. Um, and, and I, I, I want to note about yesterday that there's a lot of movies to recognize. I just wanted to go very personal with it. Um, ones that cross my mind uh, most immediately. Um, of course, you know, there's, there's just so many, like ones that I didn't mention yesterday would be like the express, um, seven days in utopia was one I, I, I really should have mentioned yesterday, Ford versus Ferrari, um, seven days in utopia is, you know, pretty much tied with finding Forrester for my favorite sports movie. So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of missed it a little bit, but I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, I would just spoke of what I, what I thought about, um, you know, yesterday. And it's just so funny that I missed some of those, but, but anyway, um, that, that does remind me about the futility of sports and, and I'm not trying to overly preach here, but sports, uh, has its uh, limitations. Um, you know, you talk about something greater than yourselves and, um, you know, yeah, you talk about even being of service, uh, being invested in your community and all of that. Um, sports is, is just an avenue. Sports is uh, generally for a limited time only. Um, you know, some people get to be an athlete. Uh, some people get to coach. Some people get to work in front office. Uh, some people get to work in uh, day-to-day, you know, operations. Uh, some, some get to intern even. Uh, but all those things are so limited. Uh, playing is very limited. Um, sports is a fast-moving uh, field. Uh, sports and entertainment at large. It's all very fast moving, very, what have you done for me lately? Of course. Um, it's a worldwide event and that's exciting, but, uh, the, the job opportunities while vast, uh, are limited, especially because a lot of people would like to work in this field. And so, um, I'm just reminding, especially the younger, maybe less developed from a career standpoint, individuals out there that, um, you want to really, really consider, um, your, your outlets, uh, beyond sports, um, and and entertainment. And I do that a lot on this podcast. I I like to put those two words together, uh, just because, um, the, the, the fields are very related film, music, video games, sports, it's all very relative uh, arts, um, performance arts. And, uh, part of the reason why I thought of this particular subject matter, um, as a specific topic is because I was at a game, uh, two nights ago, a local high school basketball game where, a, a friend of mine in the Christian faith was coaching. Uh, that's just my frame of reference. I mean, he's a friend, but, um, he's, you know, I met him through the, through a Christian church locally. And, uh, and so, you know, I made it out to a game sometime back, but I wasn't really able to watch too much because I had my children with me and they were trying to, they were trying to leave and, and all of that. And so finally I made it out to a game myself and was able to catch the game from start to finish. Um, actually, I should say I did leave at the end of the third quarter. Um, and that's just partly due to my schedule. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of late nights in, uh, in the restaurant industry. And then, you know, you got to you know get up the next day and, take care of your family and, and keep doing the restaurant thing while pursuing the sports dream and, and all of that. So it is what it is, you know, no complaints. But as I was watching the game, I was reminded um, about uh, 
just, you know, my high school basketball career, uh, my aspirations. Um, and, and, and I wasn't thinking too much about that. I was just reminded of it. And I was trying to watch the players and think about them. And I just had this simple realization that, you know, a lot of these guys, pretty much all these guys, if they could, would like to play at the next level. This was one of those games where I think there was one basketball player on the entire court that really had uh, the ability physically, um, technically, and mentally to be able to play at the next level and do well, I think. Um, you know, he was a, he was a, for the, at least for the teams playing, he had, you know, really nice size to him. Um, probably 6'2", six, 6'3", six, but, you know, ha had a little bit of length. Um, you know, could put the ball down on the floor, made good reads, um, made a couple really savvy shots, um, including some runners. Man, I love seeing guys with touch. Um, and uh, yeah, just unselfishness, um, you know, showed good effort on the floor. When I say good effort, I mean like, you know, going after rebounds, good positioning, um, good defense, um, being communicative with his teammates, um, you know, all, all those things that I think basic intangibles that you look for, obviously there's probably a lot um, if we were using like hashtags and keywords, but in, in basketball and in one game, things that you like to see. But um, that being said, um, as much as, you know, all these guys would like to play, like I said, there's probably one guy on the whole court that really, really showed he could play at the next level. Maybe one other guy just purely based on athleticism was more of an athlete than a basketball player. Uh, you know, he definitely looked like more of a football guy, um, kind of reminded me of like a running quarterback, had that kind of presence to him. And I totally appreciate that. But um, the point is that, you know, a lot of these guys, they'll just they'll end their career in, in, in high school sports. And that's completely OK. And um, however, we're in a time where, you know, a lot of these guys are thinking about what, the, you know, how they're going to play at the next level and all of that. And it's just not realistic. Um, and so, yes, as much as I thought when I started this journey, uh, in sports, you know, let's help guys, you know, or gals get to the next level and all this. Um, I think there's the other part too, where, man, if I can just help somebody at the end of the day, just simply do within the framework of what's, you know, what's beneficial, you know, to people, um, pursue their dreams and, you know, do them at a high clip. That's fine with me. And if I get to actually help people in sports, great, you know, um, and I'm, I'm not the only one, you know, I I've mentioned him, you know, man, it feels like dozens of times on this podcast and probably already have, but, you know, Kevin Tarka with, um, sports business secrets and his agency creation talent agency, you know, he talks about that all the time, uh, about, um, you know, helping people plan for a career and, and, think about more than basketball. And I love that he said one day that, you know, basketball in and of itself is kind of boring, you know, and I, he's not the only person I've, I've heard say that. And I'm paraphrasing him, but um, basketball is very uh, limited. Larry Brown, uh, coach Larry Brown, I've heard talk about that, you know, or no, excuse me. It was uh, Greg Popovich. There's an article about Greg Popovich about how he, uh, at least at one point was having the Spurs read about uh, current events and he would quiz them on current events and, and social affairs and all of that. Um, and so I think, um, I, I think, 
you know, I'm going to stop sharing so that I don't go down some random rabbit hole. But I think the, the, the point is that uh, given that sports are limited, yes, sports and entertainment and all of this can be a blessing and it should be. And yes, there's a platform involved, at least for those that reach a certain level. But that's a very select amount of people. It's not realistic to think about that um, at a, on a consistent basis. Uh, I think what's most important is being faithful to God, which is partly why I like this arena. Uh, it gives an opportunity to reach people on a, um, on a level that, you know, kind of like the old, um, you know, how, how music reaches people at the heart and uh, writing and, and things like that. You know, all of this is, is very similar. Um, and so I like that part, but what's more sustainable, of course, for me, you know, without a doubt is faith in God. Um, and, and yeah, um, on a practical level, yes, sports can be practical in terms of being fit and all of that. But, you know, there are scriptures on this, you know, uh, working out profits a man little, you know, um, it, it does say, you know, but the one who is wise wins souls. So uh, I think, should we not be fit? You know, when we talk about being a temple and some of you, have, you know, are familiar with that kind of idea. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, sure, we should take care of ourselves. And the Bible even says that, you know, for me, I'm a married man, it says the way you take care of your body is the way you love your wife. So I'm all about that. And I definitely take care of myself uh, physically. But I think we have to understand as we go. And if we have the blessing of being in this arena at all, we have to be very um, aware and uh, basically sober minded about what we're doing, knowing that uh, there's a shelf life to sports. Right. Um, you know, I, I got some basketball cards recently. I have, um, you know, all these cards. OK, I just bought a box of, you know, current C NBA season basketball cards. And I go figure, I wanted to get a couple of Victor Wembanyama cards. And I literally, I was going through the box and somewhere in the middle of, you know, going through the packs uh, within the box. Um, I got two back-to-back, -back, you know, Victor uh, rookie cards and they're worth what they're worth because of the player that he is right now. Um, if for some reason he was to drop off, they would uh, remarkably decrease in value uh, for other players as good as they've been in their life they're, they're like maybe $1 cards or less or, or more. Um, that's no slight on the player. Um, that's not even a slight on collectors. You know, it's just, um, it's a reminder that there's, there's a shelf life to this. And uh, yes, should we be thinking about eternity? Yeah. But even on a practical note uh, for right now, if we're going to be invested in this arena in some capacity, which I should say is partly why I'm here because I knew that, you know, just playing fantasy sports or buying some video game wasn't going to do it for me. So I wanted to think about how I could um, use this um, uh, um, understanding of sports that I have, you know, to be honest for the greater good and, and possibly make a career out of it. Hence why I'm here again. And that's great and good for me. That's not for everybody. So especially for those players, those, those athletes, those young athletes, uh, young professionals, um, you know, young sports business professionals, you know, so be it, you know, other, or uh, um, I should say, um, using a different all encompassing word, but like 
people in the entertainment industry and anybody else that this might speak to, we have to think about um, our respective industry, our respective craft, and that uh, it may very well have a, a shelf life to it. And we have to think about what we want to do with it and um, how we want to possibly plan ahead. And so um, appreciate y'all joining me. God bless y'all. See you soon.